Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt, the professor is back. Man, I got a lot of things to get to with Andrew. And I'll just say this. I'm going to say it again. His Sunday 7 newsletter, it's amazing. It's like my favorite thing to read every week now. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Check him out on social media, at Andrew Brandt. Remember, it's the quote-unquote offseason, which means we only have three Ross Tucker football podcasts. We encourage you to supplement your listening of this voice with College Draft, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, all of which very enjoyable as well. And so tomorrow already, I'll have a Spread the Word winner via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, a sponsor confirmation email winner. We got Athletic Greens and DraftKings and LinkedIn. And then we got the YouTube shout out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Really trying to grow the YouTube numbers so love those of you that just give us the thumbs up. That means a lot. I'd love to get the Facebook to 10,000 likes. Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Oh, what can I tell you? I got goals. And one of my goals is to read what this man writes and listen to what this man says every single week. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. You know, I said it... Uh, literally a minute ago, Andrew, and you heard me say it. Sunday seven's amazing. Thanks. I mean, it really is. It really like it's crazy that it's free, but I just went right down the line, stayed to the NFL press conference, betting in the Super Bowl. I love the patience wins, talking about Ben Simmons and Harden. It's awesome. I, I highly encourage you guys. Number one, follow Andrew on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. And then because he'll post the link to where you can get the Sunday 7. But where is just like the website, Andrew, if they're not a Twitter person? Yeah, thanks, Ross. It's a labor of love. I put it out every week. It's free. It's just thoughts that don't make it to the Ross Tucker podcast or don't make it to my podcast or don't make it to my Sports Illustrated comment column. So I enjoy doing it. It's free and uh, getting thousands and thousands of people signing up. I appreciate you. And a lot of people from the leagues, Ross, a lot of people from teams, from the NFL, from the NBA, from baseball, from hockey. That's great to see, too. 
if you haven't signed up, just go to andrew-brandt.com and just enter your email. That's it. It's free. And then you can get information on another service where I gather a group every week to talk and chat about the events of the week. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. And of course, Andrew joins us every couple of weeks here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, but there's a lot going on. So you must subscribe and listen to the Business of Sports Podcast because that's every week. So you can count on it. Andrew, what do you got coming up this week? It's going to be a special one. You know, we've talked a lot about the Brian Flores suit and the racial bias in the NFL and all the things going on with that. Tony Dungy, the venerable coach Tony Dungy, put out a letter on Sunday morning about how he thinks ways to fix it. And he is, of course, a key voice in this whole matter. I reached out. I said, come, let's talk about it on the pod. So he's coming on today. I'll have him later today. It'll be out tonight. Uh, Tony Dungy on the Business of Sports podcast this week. That's amazing. Looking forward to that. It's funny because I was going to try to get him on my show too (laughs) because I saw what he wrote. So that's awesome. Now I can just listen to yours. You know, Andrew, I promise I'm not that guy that just pumps you for Packer stuff all the time. I'm really not. (laughs) I want to ask you about Kyler Murray and the Super Bowl and whatever and Carson Wentz. But, you know, you had some really interesting tweets over the weekend about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers that are why, in my opinion, you are who you are, right? Everybody else is like, oh, that sounds great. Packers are offering them the most amount of money and things are going well. All right, I like that report. You immediately talked about a little bit of skepticism when you see those reports. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm maintaining my position. Uh, You know, as we know, all last year I said he'd be back. I was in the face of a lot of people said he wouldn't. Now I'm saying he won't be back, and I'm in the face of a lot of people that say he will be. And you're right. All the indications, he gets along better with the front office. They're getting along well. Why not keep him? He's the MVP back-to-back. I'm just maintaining my position. And the quotes, uh, the, the leaks this weekend to ESPN and NFL Network, like you said, only solidify my thinking that'll be gone, not stay, gone. Because let's recall 2021, we are not trading Aaron Rodgers. 2022, we'd like to make him the highest paid quarterback. We want him back. That's different. That's different. You know, are they trading him? I mean, I wish you could get a press conference with the backers right now. You want to ask this. Will you will you accept or listen to phone calls for Aaron Rodgers to trade him? Will you trade Aaron Rodgers? And if the answer is not absolutely positively no, that's different. The other thing, I know people are going to get on me for this, but Jordan Love, like (laughs) we did not know about Aaron Rodgers. And everyone's like, well, Jordan Love stinks. He's not ready. Come on. He played one game. He outgained Pat Mahomes in that game. And that's all we've seen. So, listen, the Packers didn't have Jordan Love fall in their lap like we did with Aaron Rodgers. They went up and got him. They want to play him. So if they commit to Aaron Rodgers, Aaron would not be – I think he'd be foolish to commit for one year. And if they do it for one year, because he's a lame duck. So then they have to commit for two years. Then they're really saying they don't want Jordan Love. Because then by that time, it's like, okay. You know, we wasted his rookie contract. So I don't, I, 
obviously they're saying it's going to be Aaron. So I, I think the PR people saw through it beyond me, which is like, hey, if he leaves, it's not our fault. That's PR. But I maintain, Ross, that Aaron will either retire or be somewhere else rather than Green Bay this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Andrew, uh, I thought about this after you were tweeting about it a little bit, but my reaction was the message they're trying to send is we did everything we could. <laughs> we did everything we could to bring him back. He didn't want to be here. We offered him the most money. We did everything we could. He just didn't want to be here. It feels on some level like the Packers are really trying to get ahead of the PR battle here. Yeah, let me just say quickly on the MVP speech, thanking Brian, thanking Matt LaFleur, thanking Murphy. Who does that? <laughs> like, if they're sort of continuing on, if everything's the same, why do that? And he said that in the media before, and he's he's been very nostalgic about the Packers this year. Very nostalgic about walking off the field, about walking off Soldier Field. I mean, these things, you don't have to be a guru like me to sort of figure it out in, in my mind. Now, listen, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's, And people will tell me that. Of course, they'll tell me that. But uh, that's my sense. Really, really interesting, Andrew. Uh, that's a great point. I mean, I guess you could thank people, but it does sound like he's being a little bit um, – retrospective yeah for sure with the comments um let's move on from Aaron Rodgers two other quarterbacks in the news got to get your thoughts on Chris Morrison had a report that he believes the Colts are going to move on from Carson Wentz you know I think Mort said Andrew that before his 15 million dollar salary is guaranteed my understanding is that 15 million of his 22 million salary for 2022 is already guaranteed with no offset and that on March 18th he's got another 7 million coming that does have an offset. So I don't know. I mean, that would really be something if they move on from a guy and just cut him a check for 15 million dollars. I mean, they would have to trade him for something, right? To try to get out from that 15. They're not going to cut him and just cut him a $15 million check since there's no offset. Yeah, I mean, if that report's true, that's a a really good front office making a big mistake. And uh, somehow the, the Eagles, you know, have gotten another one, if, they, if it's true, where they've gotten a first and a third round pick for a guy that played one year. Um, we'll see. I am understanding, I don't know the nature of the guarantees, but I understand the same way you. There is a roster bonus due in early in, at the first of the league year, which has no effect on the 15 million guarantee salary. They're stuck with the guarantee. They're stuck with the guarantee. They can get out from under the roster bonus by moving them before that. But then of course they have no leverage to trade. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, again, with any of these decisions, you have to have a replacement, right? So are the Colts saying there's someone in-house, they're going to go through the draft, they're looking at one of these other quarterbacks. It's all going to be played out, Ross, as you know, and this is going to be a really interesting quarterback season. Um, uh, again, this is Mortensen. It's not the Colts. We'd like to hear from the Colts about this. Is there a lesson learned there, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I think we all thought Frank Reich, the, war, the quarterback whisperer, the Wentz whisperer, right? And – 
just not there. This is one of the most amazing situations in the, in the history of sports. This guy, as I said so often this time last year, so much invested draft-wise by the Eagles, so much invested cash-wise by the Eagles, so much invested cap-wise by the Eagles, who had $34 million on their cap this year for Wentz. And it's a failure. It's a failure in the Eagles system and now a failure in the Colts system. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> this guy was MVP, right, Ross? I mean, this guy was, even when Foles won the Super Bowl, that was Wentz's MVP year. That You know better than I do. I don't know what happened to this guy. It's a really good point. Uh, really good point. What about, speaking of what's going on with this guy, what about the Kyler Murray stuff, Andrew? You know, uh, I think this is like the new age. He scrubs his social media of all Cardinals-related things, and then Mortensen comes out with a report that says Kyler Murray feels like he was scapegoated for the loss. He's not happy that they weren't competitive in the playoffs. The Cardinals think that he's immature and a finger pointer. I mean, that was a heck of a report from Chris Mortensen. Kyler Murray comes out with a statement that says he's not into nonsense like this, uh, which really didn't say a whole lot of anything. You know, this is the deal, I guess. We find out on social media. How would you handle this? What are your thoughts on this situation? Yeah, this is the, that was the worst part when a source, which I guess is the Cardinals, like you said, said he was a finger pointer and immature. Like, listen, if you're going into the future, you don't want that as your leader. Those two characteristics are really bad. Uh, for that to come out, if I'm Murray's camp, wow. I mean, that is a major accusation. I bring it all back to the business of football, right, Ross? This is the three-year window. It started after the season. And Kyler Murray can do an extension. And when these extensions, everyone knows these are going to be 25 to 30 million a year extensions. No one's doing extensions for 15, 20 million a year. So I'm guessing, totally guessing, that the Cardinals told Eric Burkhart, his agent, who's also Cliff Kingsbury's agent, interesting, uh, we're just not going to do an extension. We're going to wait, you know, and that could be a problem. Now, it wasn't a problem for Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson this past year, but it, it could be a problem. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overstating it, overthinking it, but to me that's a big issue. Yeah, it's it's at that position especially, that's a tough one. If they're eligible for a contract and you don't give it to them when other guys are getting after 3 years, it's sort of like you're saying, "Yeah, we're not sure." And yeah. that's tough for a player to hear. You know, you know, you think you're the face of the franchise, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not so sure." But after what happened with Wentz and golf, yeah, I think teams are a little bit more hesitant now. Yeah, um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson never seemed to make a stink, and maybe the Ravens kind of hid behind. Well, he's his own agent; he's concentrating on football. And Baker Mayfield, who came off a really good year, right? He didn't seem to make a stink about it. But maybe Murray's different. You know, I don't think Baker's happy about it. I think he's had a chip on his shoulder all year as a result and that the comments he's made, I think it affected him as well yeah. that they weren't willing to commit to them to him, that they had some doubts about him. What about uh, your Super Bowl takeaways? Because I know we talked a lot in particular about the Rams being all yeah. in. Andrew, I, 
I mean, I guess it worked, right? They were all yes. in. They they did it differently, and it worked. Yeah, I mean, you have to look back on it and say it worked, but it's such a razor's edge, as you know, Ross. I mean, if San Francisco doesn't drop that interception, if Cincinnati doesn't get that PI call at the goal line, you know, then do we say it worked? I don't know. I mean, it's like that's that little issue that, you know, changes things immensely. But I, I, I don't know if I said this. I wasn't on last week. This was the ultimate clash of styles, right? You have the glitzy Rams, billionaire owner. Everything's all in, paying big money. And then you have the miserly Bengals, who uh, I know Mike Brown, for my days as an agent, was the hardest GM to deal with. Hardest. He wouldn't give away any money. And uh, they were there in the Super Bowl. And fittingly, their two superstars are on rookie contracts and will be on rookie contracts. We just talked about Murray eligible for an extension. Burrow is not eligible till a year from now. Chase is not eligible for two years. So uh, the Bengals are in great shape. They'll have cap room. They can spend it on other positions, obviously offensive line. So that's my postscript on the Bengals. The Rams... You got to hand it to them. Um, now they face Bur uh, Beckham Hurt and a free agent. Miller, who they gave up a two and a three this year, free agent and declining, despite some great plays, he's declining. Um, and then there's rumors about, you know, retirements of Donald and, and the coach. Last thing, Andrew, probably going to ask you this every time I bring you on. What would you be doing right now? It's February 16th. What are front offices doing right now? What would the VP of player finance be doing right now in the morning, February 16th? Cap scenarios, free agent scenarios, and mostly importantly, keeping your own player scenarios. Uh, quickly on the other side, the scouts are in full bloom on the combine. They're in a dark room right now uh, for eight hours, 10 hours a day. So that's them. Uh, coaches are basically off and this is all the front office. So, and, and let's talk about my team. You see the helmet back there. They, everyone's telling me, what are they going to do? How are they going to do it? They got so much over the cap and Aaron and Devonte Adams free. I'm like, they've got a plan, right? We don't know the plan, but they've got a plan. Every team over the cap has a plan. So it's not like the Packers or pick your favorite team are waking up in February and saying, oh my God, we're way over the cap. They know. They know. So if the Packers have to restructure Bakhtiari or Packers have to release Randall Cobb or whatever it may be, they know. So that's what they're doing, Ross. Uh, the cap and GM are going through a lot of different scenarios. You mentioned Wentz with the Colts, how they're going to deal with that. You mentioned, you know, what's going to happen with Garoppolo because uh, they've committed to a young quarterback. All these things are going on right now around the league, inside offices, behind the game. Can't highly recommend enough two things. Number one, you subscribe to the Business of Sports podcast. You do not want to miss Andrew and Tony Dungy. And number two, you go to andrew-brandt.com. Sign up for the Sunday 7. It's become... I'm very tight with what I read. I don't have that much time. Right. It's become must read for me. Andrew, terrific job as always. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ross. I specifically waited, by the way, until today. 
to talk again this week about Athletic Greens. You know why? Because Andrew's been taking it for years. Years. It made me feel even better about potentially taking them as a sponsor. And he was like, I'm a big believer. He said it on this show a few weeks ago. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. You guys have been sending me some of your sponsor confirmations. You're in on it now. If you're a multivitamin person, this is better. It costs you less than $3 a day. It's better for your gut health. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews to make it easy for you. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, Ross, good morning. Well, let's start with free agent running back Adrian Peterson. He was arrested for domestic violence on an airplane out of LAX. Although the uh, district attorney says they are, he's not going to be charged with a felony, but possibly a misdemeanor. Doesn't even sound like it'll be that. Uh, he had a really bad year for both the Titans and the Seahawks. I think it's unlikely, not impossible, but unlikely he ever gets signed again to play pro football. I guess he told Mark Berman in Houston that he took his wife's uh, wedding ring off on the plane. After they had left the gate, they got an argument. He took the wedding ring off. It caused a small cut. And they went back to the gate and escorted him off the plane. Gosh, can you imagine that that scene, that plane? Yikes. Ducks takes. Van Jefferson had a good day on Sunday. Uh, won the Super Bowl with the Rams and then got home that night and his wife had a baby boy. Good day for him. Yeah, I mean, so we didn't talk about this on Monday's show, but that is a heck of a day. I've seen the video now of the PR staffer saying, Van, your wife's having the baby right now. You need to go to the hospital. Like, unreal. Just unreal that that happened. I, I, I don't know. And it reminds me of what Nick Mangold told us about he was going to take the doctor with them to the Super Bowl just in case that happened when the Jets were in the AFC Championship game. Congratulations to Van Jefferson. That's amazing. Look, from the video, it looks like that's number three for him already. Ducks takes. You and Andrew briefly touched on it. Uh, status of Sean McVay, because he said, quote, we're, we'll see when talking about his f uh, coaching future with the Rams. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I do think, I guess he's getting married and he wants to have a family. And I do believe that he's not necessarily a lifer. And I do believe that he will step away at some point. I don't think that's now. I think it'll probably time out well that he coaches another year or two while he's got Stafford and while they're going for it. And then when the Rams need to have a reckoning of the salary cap, kind of like the Saints this year, 
I wouldn't be surprised McVay steps away while he's still a hot commodity, goes to television for a while. Maybe, you know, that's when they have kids and he's in television for a while and then comes back to coaching later. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, broadcasting is not as intensive to your family life as coaching is. He'd probably make a pretty penny broadcasting. And if you're if you have a successful track record, then you go to broadcasting, you really can almost come back to coaching whenever you want. Takes. Well, the numbers are in. Super Bowl 56 was watched by 112.3 million people. That is the most watched Super Bowl in five years. Well, not a big surprise. Most watched show, period, on television in five years. I always think about Two things, I guess. Number one, Bri, I mean, 112.3 million. That means 220 million people did not watch the United States. 220 million people. That I would honestly do a podcast where I just interviewed people that did not watch one second of the Super Bowl. I would just be... I, I would be so intrigued to hear what went wrong, where it all went wrong in their life. You know what I mean? Like, where, like they, they're just not into sports. Did their, their parents didn't get them into sports. Were they reading? Were they watching something else on TV other than the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm just – look, I get it. Some people aren't into it, right? I don't watch a lot of – I don't watch the news or politics stuff that other people do, so – I'm sure there are people who are like, who doesn't watch election night? Or like, I, I get it, but wow, um, that is something. Ducks takes. Patriots have a new director of player personnel, Matt Grow. And I don't think they got him on LinkedIn Jobs, Bri, but that's where they should have gotten him because LinkedIn Jobs is the best way to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. You can focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience, then use simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. I've said it before, I'll say it again. All of the interns we have for the various businesses, they're all on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Ross. That's linkedin.com slash Ross to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, as for Matt Grow, college teammate. I think Matt was two years younger. He was a quarterback. His dad was actually the coach of the Jets while he was uh, playing with us at Princeton. I don't think Matt ever got a chance to actually play, but he was on the team, um, certainly my junior and senior years, and he's worked his way up with the Patriots. Very, very cool. Not easy to work your way up as, as much as he did in that organization. Ducks takes. And finally, again, you and Andrew touched on this one. Kyler Murray, his statement saying that he's not into nonsense. Your thoughts? 
So let me get this straight. The guy that started all of this conversation about what is going on in Arizona, why is he unhappy, because he took the time to scrub any reference or picture of the Arizona Cardinals off of all of his social media is now saying he's not into the nonsense. Who does he think started the nonsense? Where does he think the nonsense came from? I mean, that's nonsense. Saying you're not into nonsense when you started the whole issue via social media with social media nonsense, that is nonsense, if you ask me. You know what's not nonsense? Our Patreon.com slash RT Media studs that we absolutely love, such as Pizza Boy Brewing, Sport of Culture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. I think we're done here. Greg Cosell tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.